0: Here comes a Spider Man. Here comes a Spider Man. Here comes Spider oh! Man. Spider Man, Spider Man does whatever a spider can. Spins a web any size, catches thieves just like flies. Look out! There goes a Spider Man. This is episode 501 for April 2018. And you're listening to the Spider-Man Crawl Space Podcast. And I'm your host, Brad Douglas. And that opening song is a very cool rendition of the 60s Spider-Man theme song. And it's performed by the Nylons. And if you would like to listen to the full song... Uh, we've embedded the YouTube clip up on our message board at spidermancrawlspace.com.
1: Uh,
0: just look for this episode number on our on the thread on that uh, message board, and you can watch it. I put the, uh, the songs of every podcast on the message board thread. Before we get to our reviews, I want to give uh, a couple ways where you can support things you like. Which, hopefully, is our website and this podcast. Otherwise, why are you listening if you don't enjoy it? So, uh, there's a couple ways where you can support this site and our podcast. Option number one is through Patreon. Uh, Go to our front page at spidermancrawlspace.com. Look on the right-hand side for the Patreon button. And you can help us pay the bills, the bandwidth costs, the web hosting, etc., that uh, allows us to put up content for you each and every day and each and every month. So uh, it's at on the right hand side of the website. It's also at the bottom of every news article, right above the comment section. Option number two is through the PayPal pot. Another button is over on the right hand side of the SpiderManCrawlSpace.com website. You can see the little PayPal. Uh, icon, Click on that, and you can be like Javelle, who dropped a few dollars into the PayPal pot. Also, uh, one of the rewards of being a Patreon member is, at a certain level, I read your name at the top of every podcast. So, thank you to Brian, Craig, Christopher, Andrew, John, Stephen, Michael, Frederico, Stuart, Ricky, Thomas, Nick, Laura, David, Michael, Daryl, and Spider Gwen. There are several uh, Patreon rewards that you can get if you uh, donate, and uh, check those out if you haven't checked them out before. One of them that we're going to be recording soon for Patreon-only exclusive members is a DVD uh style commentary of the amazing spider-man 2 movie with the whole podcast crew that's going to be only available to the patreon members and i think people have been asking for that for a long time so log on there and support us i would appreciate it all right let's get on with these reviews hey Carl Spacers, welcome to our april show let's introduce the panel we've got george what's going on sir Hey, everyone. You saw Ready Player One today, right? You I loved did.
2: It. I did see Ready
0: Player this, this has been a good
2: week for me. Nice. Uh, well, I mean, not, not in the sense of life's going great, but just in the sense <laughs> of like seeing things that don't suck. Uh, yeah. Season two. Ashley and I both watched season two uh, of a series of unfortunate events on the Netflix. Mm. Beautiful. Nice. Wonderful. Uh, saw Ready Player One today. Just loved it. Had a big old fun time. And um, and now you're yeah. celebrating with your podcast. Please. And I, I had a big salad, so I may have to get <laughs> up uh, at some point like halfway through tonight.
0: <laughs> okay, following that is Zach. What's going on, Zach?
3: <laughs> yeah, first of all, that's entirely too much information about your salad and your having to get up.
0: And What kind of dressing do you like on your salad, Zach? <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a ranch
3: guy myself.
0: George, your salad dressing? Uh, I can eat just about anything.
2: Uh, my palate prefers uh, a Catalina, or sometimes called French, or a vinaigrette, a nice, uh, nice vinaigrette, or um, uh, blue cheese.
0: I like the blue cheese. Ooh, not me. No, no. I can't do that.
3: All and right. Mean, for those that can't see me right now, I'm wearing a hat in honor of the Masters, signed by a PGA professional.
0: What does it say on your hat the, for the audio listeners?
3: Uh, it's a tailor-made hat. Uh, it was signed Here. by a uh, PGA pro out of uh, the great city of Amarillo, Texas.
0: Are you sure it doesn't <laughs> say Dunce on it? No. <laughs> okay. Man, three minutes in, we're already hard. hitting each other hard. Um, also, welcome to our YouTubers that are watching us live here. We've got 24 people at the moment uh, looking at Zach dressed in a Spider-Man mask, wearing a master's hat. <laughs> and we have Mike. What's going on, Mike? Well, um, I've been kind of slightly, I'm
4: improving. Um, and also, um, as far as salad dressing goes, um, I make my own. <laughs> you make um, it... I make a night with olive oil, uh, some balsamic vinaigrette, throw in a little bit of garlic, some like a little some maybe some brown sugar, probably a little bit of lemon juice, you know, throw, a li- throw well, it a little Well aren't the you just <laughs> special? So, are I? I am. How do we I celebrate absolutely.
0: the next 500 episodes with salad dressing at reference? Salad dressing. Absolutely. Episode 501, where the crawl space explores salad.
4: Yes. <laughs> cooking with cooking with Spider-Man, we can do that. Or cooking with clones. <laughs> you know, hor- we, we can, sex
3: we, we can make well.
0: pastry goods when, we do clone, when I do our, our clone cooking podcast. And we've got Ashley, who is a fan of Burger King. <laughs> What's that? Inside or you. at
5: least I used to be. You used to be <laughs> the one down the street.
0: You're not going to have it your way anymore. Huh? <laughs> feels feels. Well, bad, man.
5: for whoever wants their French fries chewy, I'm sure they can have it their way, but only their way.
0: Here, I'm so asking for everybody you the
5: out there. You, your voice has been heard.
0: Your favorite salad dressing,
5: Ashley. <laughs> A bit of lemon juice and olive oil will do it for me.
0: There you go, George. I mean, uh, Jay. <laughs> the other Sorry. george the other george jr how do you like your salad and a blend how can you, 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 you confuse me with the other george because
1: well, i have
0: here uh, with the uh, other, <laughs> george, the other there's only one damn george <laughs> there, there's two grumpy old men in this podcast <laughs> one's walter Matthau, one's jack Lemon. jr what's new with you sir
1: well, you know, I got some sticker shock uh, this week. Uh, um, you know, I'm sure that you all can relate to this. So I, that's why I'm freely sharing it with you. But uh, uh, my life insurance costs just went up dramatically because I turned 55 years old this year. I, Ooh, you yeah. know, it's, uh, I mean, it, I you know, I know that you all have been through it uh, and can help counsel me through these times.
3: So uh, you, you should have called me. I would have probably got you a better rate. Sorry.
5: <laughs> I did recently receive a certificate saying that I was eligible eligible to request life insurance. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure that's a milestone of some kind.
2: No yeah. that, that's a scam.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
0: we a we, well you it's and I will everything. need we'll, we'll need to talk off air. That's funny. All right, before well, that was the weirdest intro of all time with the salad. So let's get to uh, let's get to uh, iTunes reviews before we get to our three issues that we're going to tackle. I just I just noticed a crapload of empty beer bottles.
2: Uh, <laughs> 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 Pardon me for just a moment, kids. <laughs> it's a
0: beautiful day in the neighborhood. Well, Wait a minute, George. You might might still the need
4: neighbor. them if we read the
0: spectacular Spider-Man <laughs> issue. If they're empty, <laughs> you sure one of them isn't a ranch bottle? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh Chucky 76. Uh by the way, speaking of Chucky, I'm going off. They've started a Kickstarter and oh,
3: God Almighty, Dan. For fi-
0: No! For, no. 500, <laughs> for $500, you can have a screen accurate replica of Chucky. No. no I'm Brad, 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 Brad. I'm tempted, In a box, in the yellow box. You have a daughter and a mortgage. I know. And you have a website to pay for. Come on. I know, I know. But... Priorities, man. Oh, Chucky, let see. This is what you made me think of. Chucky 76 on March 17th. Subject title: My favorite podcast smiley face. 5 out of 5 stars. Uh, quote, this is my favorite podcast and it makes the drive to work better. So funny, yet very educated and informational on Spider-Man topics. Love to listen. But how do I know when you will re- be recording so I can try to watch live on YouTube? Well, Chucky we're live now. <laughs> Been listening. <laughs> Uh, actually you can find that on the front page and also on our Facebook page. I've, I had this a week out, uh, warning people, warning people, or telling people or warning people that we'd be live. So that's how you can find it. So Chucky says he's been listening for a couple of years now and sad to hear some leave, but Ashley has been a great addition. I would agree there. There you go, Ashley. No, yeah. uh, I'm a fellow female fan. Of the podcast, uh, oh, there you go, Chucky is a girl. I.e., I didn't notice that. Wow, yeah. a girl listens to this show. They, she does, and she has good taste, and she likes Ashley, so that's good. Wow. Uh, keep up the great, the good work. Don't let the negative reviews bring you down. People just like to complain. I would agree, Chucky.
5: I love uh, to complain.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Com- complain complain all right uh tyrome 94 on march 25th 2018 subject title sick and tired of negativity oh i must be talking about george no nope, five out of five stars it's a twist wow. i've written a review about this podcast before but listening to your recent episode made me have to write another review people keep saying these guys are negative To be honest, I've never listened to a more real group of not only Spider-Man fans, but comic book fans. People seem to listen to one review on a single issue and immediately rage quit and write (laughs) up a negative review. I like that word, rage quit. I've been a listener since the Superior Spider-Man saga, and I've listened to all kinds of reviews, positive, negative, and everything in between. These guys and gals just tell it how it is, and currently The Amazing Spider-Man is a big pile of heaping garbage. (laughs) Below, I've listed a th- a list of things better than the current Amazing Spider-Man title. Number one, hot garbage. Number two, dumpster fires. Number three, <laughs> drinking bleach. Number four, death. Number five, the wow. list goes on, folks. But I've been here all day. Anyway, I'm just sick and tired of this crew putting out quality content and everybody complaining that y'all are negative. Don't stop. Keep doing what you're doing, and I will continue to listen to every single episode. Cheers, guys. Tyler from St. Louis, Missouri. Tyler, my my Missouri brother. Now, Jr. bites your tongue. My Missouri brother, thank you for that, Tyler. I appreciate it. So he forgot. He he point forgot. Point marriage
1: point. is one of the, the things worse than Amazing Spider Man.
5: <laughs> <laughs> I going to that.
1: <laughs> wow. If you're dead, uh,
5: that's an escape. Uh,
1: sorry,
0: Ashley. <laughs> if you would Guess like to leave a review on iTunes, please do so. There's a link. On the front page of spidermancrawlspace.com with a big old iTunes button, you click it, it opens it up, and that's where you can write your iTunes review. Mm-hmm. Okay, we have it's all Goblin all episode. JR, are you excited? Three issues
1: with a Goblin in it? Well, partially. I'm, I'm about sixty six point six six percent excited.
5: Oh, because Uh-oh. one okay. of them was
1: was was trash. But uh, it, yeah. By the way. Uh, Josh Nelson says JR should chat with Mephisto. Uh, so take actually, actually, I have. I mean, <laughs> on my wedding day, the damn devil won't, <laughs> the devil won't take her. The devil won't. Oh, we're gonna hear about that one on iTunes. I saw him. Yeah, I saw Mephisto at my wedding. He was he gave the bride away. Oh. So, um, oh. yeah, we're definitely hear about that one.
0: Wow. wow. All right. Enough about salad dressings and Mephisto's and the devils. Let's get on with 798 of Amazing Spider-Man with JR. Take it through.
1: Take me through. All right. All right. All right. We start the story at that great metropolitan newspaper, The Daily Bugle. And Sp- and Peter Parker, in his position as science editor, uh, a job he'll probably lose come 802 or whatever, because Nick Spencer will go back to basics. Um, and, you know, Peter will probably be using a Kodak to take pictures. Um, but uh, anyway, so he's 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 jerry rigged the, uh, the, the bugles Doppler radar to uh, uh, detect the precious tritium. Uh, we're, we're, real almost, quick, uh, when did newspapers uh, get Doppler radar?
0: Well, yeah, they're a news organization. They kind of have one, I guess. I don't know one newspaper that has a Doppler radar. Well, so, hey, well,
2: well, hey, whoa, 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 hang on, hang on now. Here in the Dallas-Fort Worth Metroplex, um, I follow, when I, when I do check in for whether I follow WFAA Channel 8, it's the ABC affiliate here. Mm-hmm. Yep. And they also – they're owned by the b Corporation, which also owns – I believe they still own the Dallas Morning News. Um, so it would make sense if I was to read the Dallas Morning News, which I don't because it's garbage.
0: <laughs> uh, but if I was to pick it up and it mentioned something on Doppler radar, I'd be like, I've only okay. seen them well, – Anyway, this is a very minor nitpick, mainly because usually newspapers team up with television stations and say right. Doppler radar yeah. provided by this television station. But go ahead, JR. I'm sorry. No.
2: Look forward to Brad derailing your review several more times, JR.
1: Well, you know, I mean, he used to do it with toys, you know, and now he just kind of does it with blubbering. So um, anyway, <laughs> so we're back at the offices of the Daily Bugle and Peter is uh, tracking the precious tritium, uh, which was a plot, as you remember, was a plot device in that incredibly stupid uh Spider Man Annual number 42, uh, and became a plot device again uh, when Phil Uric stole it from Alchemex. And it's all a ripoff from a plot device from the first Spider Man 2 movie. So, anyway, there we go. <laughs> the problem is uh, the the radar showing the tritium is coming directly to the Bugle offices. But Peter said, No, that can't be true. That can't be true. My spider sense will be going off, you know? And then we just we get right to the action. And, you know, the green goblin busts in, you know, and says, Boo! Ha ha ha! You know, and so you know he goes and he says, "I want Spider Man," and he tells you know what he says, "Peter, you're friends with him. Go get him. Wink, wink, wink." So you know, first, you know Peter runs. Yeah, I'll go get Spider Man. <laughs> Nobody noticed that when <laughs> I leave, that Spider Man will mysteriously show up. Okay, <laughs> no, I ain't my bad attention, so. Anyway, but then we go back to um, Norman's old hideout where jo- J. Jonah Jameson is is still tied up, and he's trying to get loose, and uh, he's really feeling guilty because he he thinks he gave away Peter's secret identity in the previous issue, and I guess maybe he did, but I mean, come on, Norman should have figured it out anyway. By God, anyway, Re- real was- quick,
0: Noah peace as I live for Jr.'s comic readings.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, wow. Oh. Oh, look at your friends. You know, whenever you think, think about I feel like I should, when you talk about my readings, I feel like I should have like a crystal ball or whatever. The <laughs> Green like Goblin. I'm um, talking like Miss Cleo and start, charge 9 a minute. Yeah,
2: We will never get through this review.
1: <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so Jonah's feeling guilty and his own version of the floating heads of guilt show up. Um, you know, he says, Oh, I don't want Peter to lose everybody. Cause Norman will kill him. You know, I don't want him to lose everybody because I've lost everybody lost. My dad lost Maddie Franklin, who's really only in the titles for a few years and was a John Byrne creation. I don't know why I miss her so much, but anyway, and then, Marlo <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know, but, but missing from conspicuously missing from the floating heads of guilt is my first wife and the mother of my son, uh, you know, <laughs> I guess since she didn't but appear still alive. The, during the Spider-Man timeline, I guess uh, she don't count. So screw her anyway. So back to the bugle offices and uh, you know, the goblin is saying, I'm getting impatient waiting, you know, da, 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 you know, and, and Joe Robertson says, well, he'll be here soon. And you know, the goblin says, Oh yeah. How do you know, Joe? But anyway, so <laughs> So then, you know, uh, Phil Urich, i mean, no—Ben Yurik decides to uh, confront Norman. You know, say something. You know, to Norman, and Norman says, ah, <laughs> "You know, uh, oh, by the way, you're so, I saw your nephew. Hey, he lost his head. Here it is." You know. And anyway, so he throws G- the. Bag don't the, forget the Betty Brandt r- thing. With the bridge. <laughs> the bridge. <laughs> I'm trying not to. I'm trying to move through this quickly. I mean, I no, could do everything. Great great that's okay, a great Okay, okay, okay. All right, all right. So, so <laughs> Betty Brand. Okay, but, you know Betty Brand's a terrible person. But, we know. <laughs> um, yeah, okay. So anyway, so Betty Brand says, oh, "Gee, uh, Goblin, why don't you just let me put out a news blast that says, 'Hey, the Green Goblin is here,' you know?" And. <laughs> And the, and the 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 goblin says, do you think I'm stupid or something just because I couldn't figure out that Peter Parker was Spider-Man when everything that I talked about last issue actually led to Peter Parker and I couldn't figure it out until Jonah said something? Do you really think I'm that stupid? If you think I'm that stupid, I have a bridge to sell you. Get it? A bridge. <laughs>
0: Enig- Enigma wants no. to know if you've ever done that voice with a mask on. <laughs>
1: Yes, on Halloween. Actually, actually, yes, I have. My my, uh, daughter um, uh, commented on it when I had a Facebook page one time and uh, uh, mentioned that uh, when I was wearing the face mask and I did the goblin voice and I made a little boy cry. So... uh, (laughs) And and then and then Zach actually chimed in and says, I've heard JR's goblin voice, so I can attest test to its horribleness. But uh so anyway, so there's the bridge, now. Neil Neil right. says, Godspeed, Spencer. <laughs> Actually, that wasn't Spencer. It was another. It was a little boy coming up trick or treating or whatever. Oh God! Yeah, so it was, uh, <laughs> yeah. The it was just a little boy. Just got a <laughs> well, random it like, little boy. Happy Halloween! You know, you know. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> that little
3: boy has ten years of therapy to. I wanted the
5: candy.
0: Kind of just like never trick or treat a Fender's house.
1: I was about to say, "There's a There's a video of Donald Trump. Appearing in a classroom.
5: Oh, I've and seen this. Little, oh, little,
1: oh, yeah. And the, the little black kids yeah. start screaming. So yeah. that's, that's <laughs> about kind of what this was, was like with me showing up with my green goblin mask. Oh, <laughs> um, anyway, so. Okay, Phil Yurks he head's froze, a bag. Okay, no, well, he makes he, he he tries to give the impression it is, but Ben says, nah, this is too light. This ain't a real human head. And besides, if Phil's head was in here, blood would be dripping out of the bag. So, um, Anyway, he opens it up and oh my God, it's a tritium bomb. And it's going to blow up and it's going to kill everybody. But aha, Spider Man comes to save the day, you know, and they get in a big fight. And uh, well, then now, you know, just the like how it's
2: about- in between like Norman uh, narrating it and JR narrating it. Mm hmm. <laughs> Did y'all notice that? Just, like
1: yeah. he's well, got a that's, that's, because,
3: face. that's because both of them are crazy psychopaths.
1: But <laughs> yeah. I, actually, I just, actually I got just uh, I got done burn stealing the la- latest issue of Batman White Knight and Jack Napier and the Joker keep oh, going back yeah. and forth. Well, that's yeah. what that is, you know. But anyway, so now since we just got interesting, now we're going to go some boring scene uh, with Flash Thompson as Anti Venom. <laughs> <laughs> you know and so he's been tracing tritium too and he traces it to norman's old hideout he finds that jonah's tied up you know he rescues jonah then we go to the osborne house or liz allen's apartment i guess or harry maybe he's still just a visitor and he's he's not getting any booty calls but uh, so anyway harry's there with the two boys and the molten man and uh, the evil nanny who they don't know is evil but we know is evil never um,
0: trust a marvel nanny Never.
1: And, oh, look, um, it's Allison Monogram again. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. And, 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 uh, you know, Liz gets a call from, uh, from Flash. And, uh, and as, uh, I have to give Dark Mark credit, yes, he did, he did state that this is probably what's in Spencer's future. <laughs> um, because <laughs> Liz Allen says, Harry, your dad's in town, you know, <laughs> and, uh, and then and and i have to agree the best line of the mo- the best line of the comic is little normie going all right pop pops back in down <laughs> yeah. uh, pop. Pop. I think that was a Sinatra song back in the 60s. uh, And and Harry goes, should we call, we should call the police. And so I'm thinking, yeah, probably in about 10 or 15 years when Spencer's married or what Spencer, your dad's in town. Should we call the police? (laughs) So yes. (laughs) I I, got to give you dark Mark. I got to give you, I got to give you props for that one. So, but anyway, but then evil nanny uh, says, well, it's time for me to take the kids. And so she gets out a tranquilizer gun, pop, pop, pop. And she shoots everybody with tranquilizer dark, so she takes the kids. Okay, back into the Daily Bugle, back to the Daily Bugle office, and the Tritium bomb is ticking down, tick, 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 tick. tick. And uh, Spider-Man says, oh, man, this is going to blow up. It's going to kill everybody, so I'll flip, I'll flip some webbing, and I'll cover it up, and then I'll make myself a big-ass cocoon and hide myself in it. Okay. And then, boom, it blows up. Takes out the whole top of the bugle. Uh, Ah, Then Spider-Man gets out of his web cocoon, and he he says, oh, my God, there's Norman laying there impaled. I mean, even though back in issue number 122, I saw him take a speeding glider right through the heart, and he still wasn't dead, but I'm going to pretend that he's really dead now or he's dying now for dramatic effect, even though this is a far less serious wound. Mm -hmm. So... Anyway, so he- know,
3: a piece of steel right through his, his spinal cord is probably pretty serious. Yeah.
1: Oh. He took a goblin glider through the heart. And, <laughs> he's still, and he's still not dead. I mean, Spider-Man should have gone and said, oh, I bet he's impaled. Hmm, I've seen this before. Hey, anybody got a knife? I'm going to cut this guy's head off. Yeah. <laughs> um, Thanks, guys. They don't That's know good. he's dead. I hope your anyway, window's
0: not open because the neighbors are calling the police. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Committing <So. laughs> a, a felony won't well, you lead your life. I mean, you know, I've seen some YouTube videos where people are gaming and they just yeah. raid the house. I mean, JR, I mean, if you, keep, yep. if you keep yelling that stuff, man, you're out in trouble. <laughs>
1: Well, you know, I, I I don't know since I haven't been reported yet for uh, packing a machete when my uh, daughter's boyfriend used to show up to the oh house. Uh, you, know, I think, you know what's funny? Since this review started, we've gained more viewers with JR going back
0: crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody wants to see the old man having a seizure on the. <laughs> 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 I need, I need
1: I need I need to text Spencer to tell him to come down and do, be ready to do CPR. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here we hey, Neil pogan Right, he just gave me a line. First, we'll attack his heart. There we go. <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <laughs> so anyway. <laughs> whoa.
2: Well, oh, well, uh, skills, you better oh, take
0: a shot. Ashley, ca- <laughs> are you
2: okay? That that snort was so hard. Ashley made <laughs> a flash. Man,
1: on that one. I think some I think some computer screens cracked after that one. Holy, <laughs> that geez. was funny. We, we felt that yeah. here in Texas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I kinda like that cold front moving in today. Oh yeah. my gosh. But anyway, so Norman's laying there impaled. And All he's right. calling, Peter, Peter, come closer. I got something to say to you. So, oh, you know, I'm dying. You know. I see a bright light and I see Jesus. <laughs> I don't think what the hell is that. wrong with you? Uh, I, I, think you like, like, I, think I think that would
5: that have been the dialogue instead. This, this Jesus looks European
1: like all those paintings in movies. Oh, you know? oh, I, I no. thought if I really saw Jesus, I'd see somebody who looked like a first century Palestinian <laughs> dude. <Huh. laughs> well, whatever, you know. Um, so I'm dying, I'm a stock of ages, anyway, Peter, I just want to say, you, have you, have you've been a good arch enemy, uh, I'm gonna miss you, and I love you, man, <laughs> and, oh, Norman, I wish I could have thanked you, and, uh. And then Norman goes, Fine, I'm not dead. You know, and he, he and he turns into the Red Goblin, the reason that I can't go into the comic book store and buy off the rack anymore because all those goddamn speculators are <laughs> when the comic store is open. So anyway...
0: So Matt, we, Matthew Strange says Slot has finally cracked Jr. <laughs> it's okay. like,
3: it took it took a hundred issues, but we it took
0: hundred, took ten years, but Jr. has
1: finally lost it. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, so oh my God. Spider-Man looks at Norman as the as the Carnage symbiote, and he says, "The only thing appropriate in this situation is me." <laughs> Any of us. I'm
0: with say. you, Mike. I'm with you, Mike. <laughs> I'm with you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we got the tissues coming out. <laughs> Any of was- yeah, I surrender. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so Spider-Man says... I am in deep uh. crap. I don't have a pl- prayer. I got to go. I got to regroup and I got to come up with a plan anyway. So he starts swinging away and, and Norman says, ah, I've upgraded my, you know, I've got my tech. I've got flying, talking carnage bombs. now." <laughs> you know? yeah. And he, Throws a flying, and talking and carnage bomb at Spider-Man, and it bites Spider-Man's leg, and he says, Spider-Man goes, oh no, it's going to blow my leg off, just as it did in that alternative universe, in the spider girl universe, and it ends my career. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so, boom, it blows up. Finally! And then Peter, Peter, Peter lays low. Norman says, eh, you know what? I can't kill you right now, because... That we ain't to issue 800 yet. So I'm going to make you a deal. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's so true. That's is, so yeah. true. But I'm going to make you a deal. All right. I want you to act like a little pussy, tuck oh. your tail in between your wow. legs. Oh, they are. Spider Man. Wow. JR, kids, kids. What, what kids? Kids. No kids no. Right? Wait no. a minute. Okay. Folks, okay. How old are you guys here? Put your age no, down. No, okay. no. Oh, no, no. No, no, no. Go, go, go,
0: go, go. Just watch the language. Go, 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 go. What do you mean watch the language? The we, we've done on. worse. But do
3: the filter is on right now.
0: Yeah. Okay, go ahead.
1: Okay. All right. We're not getting do Norman says, Peter, I'm going to make you a deal. I want you. Boy, that doesn't sound very... Dramatic. Oh Lord, they're listing. Here their, come I, the ages. I don't, I
2: don't think Brad was saying kill the voice so much as hey, maybe, uh, maybe do the voice without Lenny Bruce. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think maybe that's what Brad was going for.
1: Uh, <laughs> Lenny Bruce, Lenny Bruce, George Carlin, Sam Kinison—they're uh, oh the classics. But anyway, and they're all dead. Um, so anyway, Norman says, says, all right, okay, I won't. I won't tell you to be a little, you know what? Okay, because Brad won't let him like it when I say that. Um, <laughs> oh my but, gosh! You know, I want you to give up being Spider-Man. All right, and I want you to just cower in fear for the rest of your life, or two issues. <laughs> yeah. And if you climb up one more wall. Swing on one more web. I'm going to kill everybody you care about. And I'm going to kill them in really great, cool, evil ways. (laughs) Anyway, I'm going to rip their intestines out. And I'm going to string them all over the city. (laughs) And then I'm going to take their skulls. And anyway, so I'm going to eat soup out of them. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to make
0: a salad with them and put their dressing Uh on top. Yeah. Made by, oh yep. made by Mike. Yep, made by Mike with some nice so little cranberry. With some nice little cranberry.
1: Stop. So no way. Own. <laughs> Norman says, "So, Peter, give me a sign, and it better not be the middle finger either." <laughs> 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 so then, you know, Peter, uh, you know, puts his uh, Spider-Man shirt on a, on a flagpole, set us on fire, and Norman is happy, and then Norman goes, uh, flies off with a. <laughs> and peter's saying all right all right okay so i'm beat all right i'm sitting here cowering in fear bleeding to death you know hoping that i don't lose my leg like i did in the spider girl universe (laughs) but but norman you made made a big mistake because it doesn't take a costume to make a hero the man in Spider-Man is still here. And his <laughs> name is Peter Parker. And he's gonna come and kick your ass. <laughs> now,
2: now, this week on <laughs> now, Next. now hopefully, now hopefully uh, hopefully the Spider-Man and Spider-Man Homecoming was reading that. <laughs> yeah you <laughs> know it doesn't take a costume to make me although i need to go kiss tony stark's ass until they gives me like a cool uh we couldn't
3: go bag. an episode without it could we
0: jr yeah. uh, matthew strange says it's sad it takes an elderly man to make slot storytelling
1: infinitely more <laughs> interesting <laughs> There's wait, wait a minute. What elderly man? There's an elderly man here. <laughs> <laughs> JR, you just reached what the hell? Target, you just reached your target
0: heart rate for like the decade. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. JR is getting younger the more goblin stories he gets. Okay. So you just gave an epic Orson Wellian reading of that book. Uh, what would you give this book for a grade, Jr? Uh, well, I gave it a B. Good for you. Good for you. Uh let's see, Zach.
3: A minus
0: Mike. Um, I would give it a B as well, Ashley. Oh, I can't hear Ashley. <laughs> Ashley, 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 hold, hold up a hand signal to show me the grade. Is it a language? Was it a C? <laughs> <laughs> It's a C minus. Okay. We're, we're doing charades on the podcast now. All right. George, what would you give it?
3: Plug your microphone back in.
0: George, what? No. Oh, oh. no. George is an A? No, that's are a D, isn't it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, that's an A. I,
2: George gave an A. Oh, no, I did not. dog. he gave it an A. <laughs> no, I did not. I gave it. I gave
0: it. No, no, Nope. nope you gave it an A. That's I an, a a. It an A. a I'm telling like you, but I gave it, and I gave like a it P. a D. <laughs> yeah.
2: I know what know grade I gave know? it. Damn it! It's like
1: that. Yeah. Okay. Anyone? Oh, there you are. Uh, yeah, I we can now. hear you now. Okay. All right. Hornet, Props for referring to Howard Beale. Actually, what
0: was your grade again? C minus. Okay, George gave it an A. I No, oh, George. No. <laughs> you arrogant ass.
2: <laughs>
0: D minus, right?
2: I gave it a D. Oh, <laughs> okay. God nice. Almighty, D, right. a D, a D, a D. <laughs> D. <George. laughs>
4: There's another snort, folks. Take a shot.
0: <laughs> I give it. Oh, a- I give it an A minus. Hmm. Okay, uh, J- uh, Jr. What is your biggest pros out of the issue? What do you like?
1: Well, my, yeah, I mean it was it was it was an intense issue. I mean it was Norman was badass. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, told some you know typical supervillain jokes. You know, uh, corny supervillain jokes. Uh, and he has the hero on the run, like you know he should at, at the early stages of the game. Uh, mm-hmm. But fortunately, our hero is. You know, you know is uh, you know, you know, kind of comes you know comes to at the the end and you know sw- and swears that you know he's uh, he's going to come back for round two, which mm-hmm. our hero should do. <clears throat> yep. So uh, I mean, it, I mean, it's it, it it in a way it was a, it was a, just a great superhero tale. I like uh, I like the hints that Joe Robertson knows that Peter is Spider Man and that uh, Norman is, has pretty well figured that out as well. Um, so it was um, yeah, I mean. It, uh, Pretty well, the pretty solid solid issue. Surprising for Slot to be honest. What, what's some uh, other
0: pros to the panel? What did, what did you like? You know what? I'm, you know what? This this goes back to something a friend
4: of mine said about this too. If I can paraphrase it, this is what happens when Slot finally gets off Twitter and <laughs> actually <laughs> because a difference. Yeah, there is because this is probably this is feels like the most kind of like in terms of this issue. I mean, it's probably the most. Concise and uh, stream, you know, kind of very streamlined issue that he's one of the issues that he's actually written. I mean, the plot is pretty well constructed. It doesn't go off and there's all these little wild tangents. Yep. Um, the various subplot that we do, the little two things we do have with the Liz out with uh the with the uh, Harry and Liz and and also with Flash Thompson that
0: actually ties
4: into the whole story rather than just going off and to try to promote something else. So, um, the characterization. I mean, in terms of my thinking, it actually felt like this was mm-hmm. Norman Osborn and Peter Parker and everything, so it kind of matches up that classic relationship. Yeah. Um. So for about <clears> at least three quarters of this thing, I was I was like, hey, this is actually pretty good. So yeah. Um. Didn't it feel like a classic
0: Spider-Man story? Yeah, exactly. I, I think that was like,
4: that was kind of the idea. That was kind of the idea that Slot was definitely going for, and then and then he tries to do a little, you know. Flips flip it at the end. What Don't will our it.
0: negative iTunes reviews people think of us being so positive about this? Are mm-hmm. they going to write a review and say, "Hey, we were wrong"? No, 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 no. they won't. So George, uh, in the another George pro, a <laughs> pro. Ashley, what would you? What was? You, what did you like about it?
5: Um, I liked the ending a lot more than I thought. It was kind of a bit of a refresher on the Spider Man No More. I liked the idea mm-hmm. of what it, he says is like the, you know, time to kind of focus on the man in Spider-Man and Spider Man and. At least for like that. for my uh, my experience, I have never seen him kind of using Peter Parker. It sounds like he's going to kind of almost go undercover as Peter Parker to kind of do some uh, legwork as Spider-Man. And we, we've never, mm-hmm. at least I've never really seen that before where he, instead of Peter Parker being the away from the superhero part of his life, kind of bringing that in and using it to his advantage. So I, I'm interested in that turn. I think it was, was cool. um, a neat twist. Uh, Zach,
3: big pros out of you. Yeah, I think uh I, I'm gonna echo some of them. Um that's already been said. This felt like a Spider Man story for the first time in a long time. Yes. Um you strip away all the all the superbulous bullcrap. You strip away the the, the Spider Man needing to have his ass saved. Yep. Um however we may get that next issue from the yeah, cover soon. Yeah, but uh it, it, you know, but at the end of the day, this felt like a, a Spider-Man was driving the plot of the story. Yes. Norman was driving the plot of the story as it should be. Uh, it's one of the, it, it, the, the final line reminded me a lot of Spider-Man 75. Where it was, the line was, uh, it was, this was never about uh, the green goblin and Spider-Man. This was always about Norman and Peter Parker.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. And, um, and that's where, you know, that, that personal rivalry comes in. The fact is, uh, I, I like that Peter didn't overreact to the fact that Norman acknowledges that it's Parker. Mm-hmm. He, he just was like, "Okay,
0: now <clears throat> I'm Spider-Man." Okay, cool. And that's got to be one of your biggest pros, Jar, is Norman knowing because look how much uh, better character he is when he knows. He actually well, feels like he's being written
1: correctly. Yeah, mm, yeah, it, it, it's it's yeah, it's true. I just, you know, the thing is, I'm afraid they're going to make more of a plot point of Jonah, give it telling him than it merits. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I, I don't know. Norman just should have figured it out. I mean, he he didn't need Jonah. Mm-hmm. That's, you know there there are there are a few little things, and we'll touch on when we touch cu- touch about uh, cons. But there's still a few little hints here and there that Slot doesn't completely get Norman. Right. So, George, what, what you didn't
0: give it an F, so you've gone up. Uh, so what, uh, yeah, I go from
2: an F to a D uh, because uh, if you look on that page uh, with Jonah and the and the the heads of guilt. Uh, we finally get to see what Jonah's O face looks like.
0: <laughs>
5: <laughs> why am yeah. I going
2: back to look at this? And so that's something I, you know.
5: <laughs> don't do it to yourself, Brad.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can never unsee it again.
4: Yeah.
5: Yeah. I can't,
4: yeah. The see, kind of a little,
5: <laughs> can get
4: a little wonky when it turns on faces. Why does
3: Robbie in the channel? Ah.
4: Why does Robbie look like a, like, why does his head look like a, like a lumpy potato? Yeah, it's sometimes it's fake, Yeah, because sometimes the faces are really good, and sometimes they just like they're like almost like blanks so or something. It just, yeah.
0: George, uh, besides the <laughs> or the Jameson face, what did you like about it? No, the artwork was good.
1: Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Did you like this Norman being crazy and going after Peter like old school? No, because I.
2: I've seen people do Norman crazy and do it better. Hmm. And, I, I, it, 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 and I've and i said this before, and JR just touched on it a minute ago. I, I really don't think Slot understands Norman at all. Uh, and um, <clears throat> like I, his dialogue just isn't a good fit for Norman. Like when Norman's talking to Betty and he's like, a bridge to say, you, ha-ha, get it, bridge? And I'm like, mm-hmm. yes, dude, seriously, we get it. Yeah. Believe me, we get it. Stop. Stop. <laughs> See, that line,
0: I don't know if I liked it or not. <laughs> oh, you like it. I, I I I probably do like it. Jr. Do you like oh, you that line? Or? You made me go back and read it. I was going to skip over I, it. I, I must have liked it in order for you to repeat it. Do you like that line? I think I do,
1: but you know Norman's voice better I, than I do. I have mixed feelings about it. Norman here. Norman's. I mean, he's a supervillain, and he likes being a supervillain. I mean, mm-hmm. that's one. That I don't want to get off on a tangent or whatever. But Norman likes being the bad guy. He really does. Mm-hmm. He likes dressing up in the costume. So I can see him enjoying saying corny supervillain things, but yeah. I, I don't know that he would have said it to Betty. I mean, I just, it's, so I have, I have mixed feelings about it. I, I, I understand George's reluctance to embrace it. Well, here's a, here's a question for some of you
4: good for um, Jr. though. I mean, being that you are our green goblin um, aficionado, could part of this be due to the uh, carnage symbiote influencing norman's mind
1: well,
0: and
4: making him even more crazy than usual
1: it is it is on overload yeah, crazy you know uh, <laughs> yeah there's it, it could be because there's a there's a plot point that I was uh, noah has has brought it up twice and it's like you know, okay noah will get to it um, where that could be the excuse that the carnage symbiote is influencing, but to be honest, I think it's just slot not totally getting norman osborn oh, okay um, okay fair enough right. i mean i mean you know uh, somebody somebody could say oh yeah it's a carnage symbiote mm, <laughs> you know but no i th- i think it's more sloppy. yeah
0: uh-huh.
1: uh, i can i also make another uh, comment
3: the yeah. fact that we've got the classic green goblin costume in this oh
0: yeah mm-hmm. that's a big pro that's good Freaking to see
3: awesome and uh, i mean that that opening panel where he
2: busts in and he's, yeah that was <laughs> actually well, that's that is the thing, though. We have it until we don't, and then it's that ridiculous, you know, G-damn carnage thing. Oh, yeah. This is, and, and this is why I can't really fully get behind this issue. This isn't a Peter versus Norman story. This is a Peter versus Norman versus Goblin versus Spider-Man versus Carnage versus Flash versus Venom. There's a whole mm. bunch of... A, a crap in here that frankly don't forget the nanny store down oh and um, the nanny and, <laughs> and, and the nanny, nanny too
0: <laughs> i'm liz allen hire squirrel girl mm-hmm. Fra- fran drescher is in the episode issue um oh my god <laughs> oh gosh uh, brutal. <laughs> brutal.
5: <What? laughs>
0: let's uh go cons uh biggest con jr out of the book for you
1: biggest <clears throat> excuse me biggest con is when Nor when Norman slash Goblin slash Carnage says, "Peter, I've never been interested in the man. Only the spider has, uh, you know, mm. gotten in my way." And that—that that not- is no, 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 no. That is a big, 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 big. That's why it's not an A. Uh, okay. you no, know, that's why yeah. I, I gave it a complete drop because that it became personal when Norman found out that Spider-Man was the guy living in an apartment he was paying for with his own son. (laughs) Well, it it, it harkens
0: back to that Jenkins story, too, when they're just exhausted and they're sitting uh, side by side and they're talking about how –
1: That well, is, that is, I mean, that is the difference, like, for example, between Norman and even Dr. Octopus. That line is more of a Doc Ock line. Yeah. Okay, I know you're Peter Parker. That adds some background to it, but I've always fought Spider Man all these years. Where Norman, it's, it's, I mean, Personal. It, it's Norman Personal. and Peter. They have, well, they have an entirely, disp- it's their entirely disparate perspectives, points of view, how they deal with tragedy in their lives. It's really, it's them. It's and uh, this was a big if. If Slot is truly, unless that unless if if he truly thinks that that's what Norman thinks, then he's got Norman wrong. So oh, that would and, be my big
4: con. And going off of that point, that ending part—that's where I talked mentioned about the three quarters thing. When he got to that part about um with Norman basically saying, "Oh, I'm going to let you go if you do this," it's like and. That to me just reeked of a cop out. It's like like Jr. was joking about. Oh, yeah. we have to have the two more issues. We, we have to wait it, till eight hundred. Yeah. Yeah. And the other thing is too, Peter's lake should have been blown off. I'm. I'm I don't. I know they want to try it because. And I know what he's. And it's pretty clear what he's doing. He's going to have it so that. Oh, he needs to have it so that. Um, he needs Flash. Flash Flash will heal his leg with his anti venom powers, and maybe that will contribute to something we will talk about later in the uh, news segment of the podcast. Um, And also, I'm sure I'm not alone, and I'm uh, going off of something that uh, George hinted at. I really don't like that Red Goblin uh, look at all, especially that with those white eyebrows. That he's got to make it's, it look like it's it is yeah.
0: ridiculous. You know, a, it is. It's,
4: a it's just. Design. It is just ugly looking. <laughs> ugly design. We,
0: what, we, uh, we all praise I, the art yeah.
4: except for that, huh?
0: I think Ashley. Yeah. actually where you? No,
5: it looks like a yeah. bearded dragon or something. I'm like, what yeah, the heck got, is this? There's too much exactly going on.
4: ill thing for some reason, and maybe they do, I guess maybe that's why they decided slot to try to throw in the devil's bargain because he looks like a devil or something. But it's just like. It's yeah. That's it's just a lot of it's, devils
0: it's, in Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, you know, well, Devil
4: partners never work with Spider-Man. Yeah, right. Yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, some other cons. Biggest uh, George, you had the lowest grade. What's your biggest con? This fight is shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, but like they they throw a couple of punches and a bomb goes off. Hmm.
2: And then then he cool. walks, flies off, huh? If, if we were to cover this on Friday night fights, uh, the the intro would be longer than the actual fight. <laughs> the salad dressing talk. <laughs> I mean, I you know, I mean, I, I don't expect it to be well written because it's slot. I I, I grant mm-hmm. you that. That's a given. Mm-hmm. But if you're going to have the Green Goblin and Spider Man, especially if you're, if you're going to put the Green Goblin back in the in, in his original Actually. suit before. Before, you know you you replace it with that thrice damned god-awful carnage thing. <laughs> yeah if you're gonna have that at least have some good action in it imagine what John ramita jr could have done with something like that mm-hmm. you know he could have I mean, got we could have half that issue could have been a fight yeah. Stuart but, is cap- for,
3: he is capable of writing a, a great fight scene it's just it, yeah he is It's, it's just
2: the, the script the script wasn't good i mean the script wasn't a high enough caliber for it
3: so to me the, the having the interlude in the middle interlude in the middle of the fight
5: the
3: interlude? interlude in the middle of the fight to do all the 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 B and the C plot
5: mm-hmm.
3: um really you're right george it really detracts from what should have been the focus of the issue which was the fight yeah. mm-hmm. it, it killed the momentum that was being built with the first Several uh, pages of the issue. Are
0: you you talking the whole Flash thing killed the momentum? Yeah,
3: well, well, the Flash and the and the stupid nanny thing, and it's like no, like you could have had just the first Jonah scene, and you could have completely put that at the at the end of the issue, and have your cliffhanger be the the kids being taken away.
0: Oh yeah, the pacing—that's yeah. not the a bad pacing, call. The pacing is what but one of the one of my favorite things with Spider-Man is. There's multiple levels. His personal life is going on as mm. his superhero life is going on. I like that, but I agree with your pacing. You could have put it oh, down. Pay,
2: pacing's been a problem with Slott from from day one, mm-hmm. uh, and we've mentioned it several times on air. I, I've pointed out several times that his pacing feels like it's uh like like he doesn't realize he's writing comics and he thinks that he's writing like anime or manga. Mm. Um and yeah, so that's that's always it, it's always been another like just poor mark on his record for for writing. Any
0: co- other cons before we move on?
5: I really hated him how quickly he just ran away out of the fight. Yeah, that, that it, you have this real big bad that you fought, and I you know I can get him running away because he's more powerful than he expected, but just kind of like the panic reaction. I'm like, well, um, hang on there, you know. You've dealt with Norman before. You've dealt with symbiotes before. Why are you. You know what to do here. This doesn't. This isn't a good enough reason to just cut and run. That and the fact that I feel like Spider Man, if he was up against that powerful of a threat, would feel, you know, responsibility, kind of the character's hallmark there for, Mm -hmm. okay, well, if I run away and just leave him on his own, then he's going to hurt people, innocent people or people that I care about. But there's really kind of no inner concerns where that's uh, where um regarding that. Yeah. And he, he pretty much just runs away at the first, uh, first chance he gets. So that, yeah. that put a real foul taste in my mouth.
3: My counterpoint to that is, is that Peter would have, I feel it's natural for Peter to have the reaction to
2: regroup momentarily. No, it's, it's, anyway. it's natural for slotch Peter slotch Peter has run away more times than I can count.
3: Yeah. Well, even even well, I, can, I, I think even uh during the carnage cosmic arc uh peter had to do to regroup but of course in both cases it was that was the big end reveal that's a very symmetrical storyline um far better written i'll, I'll add
0: i forgot about that carnage getting on the silver surfer yeah the, the oh, silver no. this is
3: not the first time we've seen this type of mashup in amazing spider-man yeah. um uh, and so even then there was a little bit of a regrouping, but it
4: was happening between issues, not actually necessarily on the page. Um, yeah, here's I can, um, go ahead, Mike. Here's oh. one thing. I mean, that, that it's just more like kind of an annoyance. Um, when the issue opens, I think there's a lot too much kind of like obvious kind of exposition stuff, like where he's talking about how, um, what's the actual dialogue thing um, where he says, um, well, the highly explosive metal that your their nephew nephew Phil stole, and <laughs> blah 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 blah, and then it goes into the whole thing of about- like. Um, the section we, we are we configured a Doppler radar system, and then Ben goes that we use for the weather report, and Peter and Peter goes that's the one. Like these guys, I mean, these guys. Technically, you guys should already know. They should already know this information, but they, it's just telling the audience this in case they they skip the last issue. It's kind of thing. It's not and, a natural talk. No, I mean, it's thoughts, talk. dialogue has always been kind of that kind of dialogue has always talk. Been
0: kind of talk.
4: Yes, um, and I'm surprised somebody hasn't brought up peter's reaction to seeing uh the red goblin when he says oh oh he he, cusses. Oh, he says blank me yeah yeah because i know that's been kind of a bugaboo <laughs> i think that
0: pastor. was
2: george Berryman's reaction when that happened jo- george you didn't yeah <laughs>
0: spider-man cussed in
2: comics yeah i mean I, I i read that and figured you would like it uh what what, what was it you were gonna say ashley ashley you we cut you off Oh,
5: that um I don't have a problem with him running away, but it felt like it was just way too soon. And after not nearly enough pressure. Mm -hmm. So,
1: Well, I there's here's, I guess what I might use sense on that. Um, The biggest problem I, I worry about is that, once again, slot will drop the ball and not give us a satisfactory ending. Because what should happen theoretically is that Norman should beat Peter in round one. And that makes Peter determined to come back stronger than better than ever. And, you know, build up to us really wanting to see Peter kick Norman's ass. And then the, even the whole thing with the symbiote, the final scenes should be, you know, Peter Peter Parker, not Spyro, standing over Norman Osborne and saying, You even had that carnage symbiote, and I still kicked your ass, Norman. You you know that kind of thing you did this and you couldn't beat me you did that and you couldn't beat me you'll never beat me but yeah. that's not how it's going to end
0: i don't i don't see that peter coming out of spots
1: no no, no and that's and that's the problem i mean that's why you know i i can see peter just saying oh crap i need to regroup but uh i don't think that it's going to satisfactory I, like i think i think dark mark and some of the others have alluded to it we're going to see all these other people come in and you know flash and it's like and and they're going to take away from the central conflict that can you imagine if the uh to stop the juggernaut was written
0: today you couldn't write mm. it today yeah i mean that was spider-man versus one villain the stuff he
2: pulled off off against juggernaut the stuff he pulled off against fire lord the stuff he pulled off routinely yeah, with the X Men for decades, uh, all that's been thrown out the window now for this uh, for uh, Iron Man Junior. and for uh, for slots run away and let other people help you fight your fights. Yeah, I um, that. it's yeah, and that but hey, that, that's what the character is now. I mean, Marvel has spent the last ten years making the character that. Every time I see anything with the Infinity War in it, I'm I'm nothing mm-hmm. but reminded of that. Yeah. Uh, when you see Spider Man in that again and a and a, a laughably bad costume, um. With, with the stuff Tony Stark gave him, because he's nothing
0: <laughs> without Tony Stark, give me an effing break.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: All right. I think that's a good ending point. Unless anybody had a final comment about that issue. Um, I actually
4: do have some predictions about where the story is going to go. Where's it going to go?
0: Where's it going to um, go? I, we're going to save that
4: for the news segment. Oh, okay. That's fine. So stay tuned.
0: All right. Both. The next issue that we're talking about is uh, uh, Spec 301. Ashley, you've got this one. Take me through this Thanks. one.
5: I have no idea how I can come close to doing a bowling (laughs) act on afternoon. Actually, I'll
2: I'll tell you this much. We expect voices.
0: (laughs) I'll leave it at that. I'll leave it at that. And sign sign language (laughs) at some point. I'm
5: just going to unplug my mic again. There you go. (laughs) 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 Well, anyway, so last issue – this uh, this actually is the start of a new arc called Amazing Fantasy Part 1 where we're going back to the past with Spider-Man's early days. So, last issue you saw Peter, J. Jonah Jameson, and Teresa Parker, Parker. <laughs> having gone back to the past thanks to Dr. Doom sending them back. And as far as they don't quite know it yet, but he made it so that they aren't going well, they're going to have a hard time getting back at least. Uh, we open with a teenage Spidey who looks suspiciously Conveniently, <laughs> like Tom Holland swinging back home to Queens, talking about how Aunt May is going to kill him. He climbs back through the window to find surprise, his features self, his boss, and a throwaway character who has somehow managed to cling around for however many issues sitting in his room. Um, we have some awkward introductions that kind of explain what's going on, and we have this beautiful awkward moment where J. Jonah jameson just kind of stares into the ether as he confronts the fact that he tried to have arrested and killed this teenage kid that was cool it was great i love it i love yeah, that whole that's good <laughs> so anyway they explain that they're there to capture the tinkerer who's responsible for the whole vidomi invasion in the present um before things get too weird present peter explains that it's okay because that they're meeting like this because they're conveniently in an alternate timeline and everything's okay. And they don't have to worry about messing up their future at all. Yay. So with that out of the way, while Teresa and uh, J Jonah Jameson do some investigating, the two Peters decide that they're just going to enjoy the next two weeks they have until the tinkerer is supposed to make his scheduled appearance, which is great. And I like where it goes, but first I'm a little confused why can't they just go straight to when he actually appears? We kind of have this whole unnecessary um, little spread of time, but okay. Time travel. And then two, why isn't Spider-Man doing any of the detective work with Teresa and J. Jonas Jameson? I guess he really just wants to kind of pal around with his younger self, which I can't blame him. So back yeah. to the story, the two Pete's have decided to go and run through their road gallery and inflict some major chaos. Well, past Peter has not Met most of these people, but he uh, is he's largely out of the loop. But he decides to play along, anyways. So, <clears throat> President Peter particularly enjoys having the edge of several, however many years, over his super villains. Um, and they have this really great banter that I love with Doc Ock. That he says, "Oh, neither want to like prisons are like people. Neither want to hold you." And then we have Tom Holland Peter say. Oh, is that why you made all those extra arms? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So, meanwhile, JJ uh, they well they stop Doc Ock from breaking out of prison. Uh, meanwhile, JJ and Jameson and Teresa decide to split up. As Jonah does his own digging at the Bugle, he finds some time to speak with his past self and Private and try and talk him out of all the horrible mistakes he'll make in the future. Um but it seems like his past self is still really stuck on getting the biggest scoop that he can and printing as many issues of the vehicle as he can. So, but before leaving, he drops uh just an, Oh, by the way, as he's out the door drops that, Oh yeah. That freelance photographer who worked for you, Peter is Spider-Man and he just lost his uncle and he's just a kid going through a tough time. You should go easy on him.
0: Yeah. yeah. So that
5: was a, a fun, but kind of touching moment. Yeah. So then uh, we go back to the Spider-Man and they've just thwarted uh, Green Goblin. And this is probably my favorite moment in this issue. Just uh, they have him webbed up and Peter just goes over to him. Absolutely. No crabs given. Yanks off the mask and is like, hey, this is actually Norman Osborn and ruins. just completely exposes him and ruins his life. Um, and they're off to go after Mysterio next. But it appears that his uh, arrest has really driven Norman off the deep end, and he vows that Norman is now dead, leaving only the goblin as he escapes. As we're wrapping up, we see Teresa Parker going into a diner somewhere where she meets with the boss, um, who... Oh, yeah. The, yeah, uh, yeah. the original Nick Fury, yeah. <laughs> for the, the reveal there. But, uh- <laughs> Her boss from the CIA that she's been talking about is actually the original Nick Fury. So she fills him in on the whole time travel thing and drops that <gasps> she might actually be the daughter of Richard and Mary Parker.
0: And that has been teased and teased for a long time. All time. Yep. Ugh.
5: And I don't care.
0: Yeah, I don't either. I-
5: Yep. I don't care about anything with this character. Yeah. Everything is bland. Yeah, I don't
0: care. So, Ashley, what's your grade on issue 301 of Spec?
5: 301 got a B-plus out of me.
0: B-plus. Okay. Uh, Zach, what would you give as a grade? <coughs> B-plus. B-plus? Mike, what would your grade be? Uh, probably about like maybe a B or B-minus minus kind of thing.
1: That's okay. all right. JR, what's your grade? It had Norman in it. It had Norman in, it, but frankly, I think this was closer to D territory
4: Mm
1: -hmm. for me. Yeah, there are a lot of things I didn't like about this. And uh, George, I don't don't think you read
0: spec, do you? No, I don't read that crap. Okay. (laughs) I'll I'll give it a B minus. Ashley, what's what's your pros out of it?
5: Yeah, this would actually be closer to an A. Well, I mean, it's already close to an A. It'd actually be an A for me if it weren't for those two plot contrivances I brought up with why are we doing this? Uh-huh. But I just had so much fun watching them do it. Watching, um, I liked a lot of the banter. There are some lines I got a good few laughs out of me, and I was just generally enjoying it. Uh-huh. Um, I like kind of we're going back and emulating the um, older style with the art and everything and kind yeah. of the framing. Um, I really like J. and Jameson meeting himself, and they're kind of um, playing off one another and realizing, you know, having fun, like being the exact same person. Yeah.
0: Um, Boy, Zadarsky for me is just hot and cold. He's, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, and well,
5: I, I was really three hundred was just unreadable.
0: Almost, I thought exactly.
5: Yeah. I was so uninvested. Like for the every issue leading up to this, I'm just like, I'm so done with Teresa Parker. But um, I, I really had fun with this. I'm really liking this arc. Uh, it just unfortunately has Teresa Parker at the crux of it. So,
2: yeah. if you're enjoying yeah. it now, stick around. Yeah. <laughs> when, that's
0: that's what I get from most of these reviews. Was there mm-hmm. ever a
5: time you liked Teresa Parker, Ashley? I mean,
0: where, or is there a part you where she I been some-
5: given a reason to like her?
0: Yeah, that's true. That's true.
5: They can't even give her an interesting character design.
0: Yeah. Like, you
5: <laughs> have this new character who looks like you just picked her up off the sidewalk. No. Mm. I don't even, like, just enjoy looking at her. There's yeah. nothing going on there. Give her, like, a piercing or something. Just Or, or like, one of those weird... Like, give her one of those, uh, like uh dyed streaks of hair to make her special.
2: No, she should have those uh those goofy ass earrings, you know, that are like they're they're hollow in the center and they take out like the whole damn ear.
5: Maybe something.
2: (laughs) Gauged ears.
0: She's she's very vanilla, very forgettable.
5: Vanilla's better than her. Oh (laughs) ice cube.
0: She ooh, she's like an ice cube. That's cold, literally. Um God, oh, my God. Pros, rest out of the group. I think the art was good. I think the art is better than Qbert. The art, uh, well, the art, I I mean, I was kind of like, I mean, I
4: think some of the times the art kind of maybe looked a little bit, but at the same time, I kind of liked how, I mean, I mean, especially in the beginning where it played (laughs) up the whole, where it played up a more kind of the Ditko, the, the Stanley Ditko era. Uh, where it basically was, why is why man when Peter when older Peter goes man I was angry all the time where he just basically where he see where you know all this other stuff and I did like kind of some of the subtle I mean although kind of the the difference the age differences between like I think Ashley got it right with where the uh, the younger mm-hmm. Spidey looks a little bit I'll definitely tries to be Tom Allen. I did like the subtlety in the art where the younger Jonah has more color in his hair than the older Jonah. I thought that was kind of a nice little touch, you know, a little yeah. put in there. And also that kind of that whole scene where they're essentially trying to, you know, where the older guy is trying to talk to his talk, talk to um, the younger Jonah and everything, just saying like, you know, you, and then trying to essentially try to get, kind of set him straight and everything else. And he says, I, you well, know, I like that. Yeah. One
0: thing I didn't care for, and it, I, it was never mentioned in the book, the older Spider-Man symbol is upside down. His, mm-hmm. spider, his spider spider symbol is upside down, which is very strange. And well, the, yeah, yeah. Um, it an
3: artistic choice by the by the by the artist,
4: I though. I guess right because like, they wanted to try to definitely try to wanted to differentiate. the well, you can different. to try to make it more Dick esque because because the younger ones got the web wings. He's got the, the web,
0: web wings. Web. He's got a weirder spider symbol. And he's got mm-hmm. a weirder back symbol and and shorter. I mean you reversing the spider. So it's another nitpick. Again, well, yeah, I mean. yeah, it's that's all did. That's all straight out of Ditko's. Oh yeah. I, I definitely see yeah. the Ditko design on
3: the, on the, on the modern Spidey having the uh, upside down hanging spider. That's how a spider normally hangs. So that's mm. kind of a, I don't, I don't dislike it. It's, it's something that's different and unique to this. I don't like it, but
0: uh, any other don't like change Douglas, you don't like change. I, no, I like cash. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Uh anybody else, pros. We'll move on I, to the cons if we don't. I, I liked how um two spideys are better than
3: one. And they just completely beat ass this issue. Used to it only
2: took one Spidey to beat
0: ass. I know. Well Zach likes clones. <laughs> he likes multiple Spideys. There's no accounting for taste, dude. There you go. Okay, cons. J- uh J R U Oh uh, let's hit Ashley up for her cons first. It's her review. Go ahead, Ashley.
5: Well, Teresa Parker mainly. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's mm. Teresa
0: Parker. <laughs> Any other cons on the book? Um, I think... Oh, for, uh, oh, no, I was asking Ashley. Oh, Ashley. Okay, sorry.
5: Um, I did think this did end up feeling a little silly all of a sudden. And while I like it, I feel like it'd be better suited to like an annual where they're kind of just skipping around through um, his past like this. Um, It does kind of come... I do like we kind of see the foreshadowing of some darker consequences, especially with Norman kind of going off the deep end. Yes. So it kind of, um, mellows out some of that, co- the comedic uh, nature of it. But other than that, yeah, it, it felt a little offbeat for um, a lot of the issue because it w- it was really, it took a different term turn from where it had been in the previous issues.
0: Uh, Mike, time. what were you going to say? I was going to say that, um,
4: yeah the whole thing, I mean, Ashley, you did bring up a good point about the fact that suddenly there's like because the idea when you've read 300 or if you could get through that, was the whole idea that we had to go back in time immediately to try to get the tinker to try to get the tinker things. But then they're back two weeks earlier, so it's like all of a sudden the urgency has kind of now been kind of a, it dissipated. As also the fact that, and also yeah. there's the idea that, oh, we it doesn't matter what we do because this is an alternate past, so we can interact with ourselves, we can change the past and everything. And it's not going to affect the future and everything. And again, that, that kind of, a, you know, the 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 danger and the risk that you involved in something that you kind of seem to kind of,
0: you yeah, know, going to go usually, away. Uh, with, with time travel stories they usually worry about altering the, the future. Right. This one, they're like, I don't care.
5: It's yeah. Out the window.
4: If yeah, or cares. or it's always or it's always like some kind of thing. Like, let's say that oh, we can't change that. There's no way we can change the past, but if cause, but if we do try to change it, something bad could happen or something. It's like an allegory oh,
2: for know. current Marvel. We don't care. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I mean, it, as amusing as it, 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 it is to see these see analogy. these
4: various, as it's very amusing to see the older and ver- older and younger versions of these characters interact. It's like you still gotta have to have some, you know, consequence intention in there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean.
5: I do like that it is kind of a. It feels like with time travel stories, you are really stuck with those two scenarios. Mm-hmm. So it's nice to kind of see
0: something, something
5: like, see a different take, like, you know, well, what if we just threw those out and kind of just had fun with it instead? Um, mm-hmm. It is fun to see yeah. that. And I understand it can be limiting to it's kind of just become cliche at this point you go into a time travel story expecting one or the other so it is refreshing to just kind of have that thrown out the window yep. that being said i think it's just a better setup for like an annual or a one-time thing and mm-hmm. not a continuation of a story
0: jr you had the lowest grade on this one what was your biggest con out of it sir
1: oh well, i mean just this whole series uh <laughs> Has been, I mean, have we even, it's like, what was our original problem? Was our original problem the stuff she had in her bloodstream? And I mean, it's like, and then we, (sighs) you know, I I don't know that that was ever resolved. And then we had the, the new girlfriend for Spider Man. And then we had the, the, the the tinker, the tinker's brother. And then we had the tinker communicating with aliens. And now we're going back in this time travel thing. And, I mean, it's just like, you know, the story is, is what is the story? I mean,
0: yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Th- this is, it this is very like, so inconsistent.
1: It's very, yeah. Inconsistent. I, yeah.
3: Brad, you yeah. know, Brad brought up being hot and cold, but you're right, Jr. It's it's like it's like a schizophrenic is writing is writing yeah. this. Yeah.
1: I mean, the, the, initial, the initial plot should have been wrapped up, and we should be on like a different arc. I mean, this is like the same story, just yes. you know, you know, going. It's like it's like somebody who can't, you know, who keeps going to graduate school because he don't want to graduate. It's like, <laughs> well, I don't have an ending for the story, so I'll just keep throwing this in and this in and this in until mm-hmm. I figure out. And and here's another thing too. I mean, I don't have a problem with a silly comic book story because, I mean, come on, it's a comic book. If we yeah. can't kick back and have fun and and not worry about taking everything so literally, but a, to do something silly like this on the a, end of something that was fairly serious, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, completely throws off everything. And then, even if it's an alternative future, you know, the, the, I mean, past, you know, <laughs> al- I'm sorry, I apologize. An, alter- yeah. an alternative past, the idea that, well, we can do whatever we want here and it won't screw our lives up I mean, come on. I mean, anybody who's a superhero knows the, about the time travel and the law of unintended consequences. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, you know, it's, it's like when, when Peter stood at the threshold in issue 500 thinking, I mean, I could stop the spider from biting me or not. But, you know, the thing is, if I do that, then what else will change? I mean, you know, will the future really be better? And they're just acting without. And I guess the story now in the second part is kind of getting to that. Okay. Mm-hmm. You thought the you guys were being fun. You thought you guys were being um, clever. Now you're paying for it. But again, that's kind of, that's making the story schizophrenic again. I mean, it was silly. Mm-hmm. Now we're going to be serious again. So it's just a really it made me wonder. And, and I'll ask
0: the, the historians, JR and everybody else. Has this story ever happened before? Has he gone back to visit his teenage years? Yes. When? When did this happen?
4: Uh, there was actually not too long, not very long ago. There was actually a digital comic featuring Spider-Man and Silk, that where they oh, go, yeah, yeah, were- and they meet. They go back in time before Uncle Ben was killed, and I think before he became, before he became, he, uh, he Peter and Cindy got their spider powers.
3: Mm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, drawn by uh, Tom Grummett and Todd Knock. Yeah,
0: mm-hmm. the, uh, the the one that comes back to my mind is that Deadpool Joe Kelly issue from the nineties where he mm-hmm. Deadpool went back to Spider Man's, which was 60s. really good. Yeah, yeah, it was a really fun issue. But I I, I haven't I, I I thought we might have seen this somewhere, but I maybe it wasn't mainstream enough because the digital mm-hmm. comic. I mean.
1: Yeah, I mean mm-hmm. I certainly didn't read that digital comic. I mean, I know that uh, in the Spider-Girl universe, she went back in time. Yes. Or got thrown back in time and 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 to the, around this era. Uh but I don't recall Peter meeting his younger self.
0: Right. In mm-hmm. the
1: current continuity. Yeah. I mean, he did in oh, Ultimate. Or not, he no, he didn't in Ultimate. He went to the Ultimate Universe when he was dead. So. Mm-hmm.
0: Any other cons for move on? Okay. Uh, issue three hundred two of Spec with a nice looking Goblin cover and upside down Spider-Man symbol on the main, Spidey. Zach, you've got this one. All right, amazing Spider-Man number three hundred two. Nope, Spec. Spec. Wow.
2: <laughs> I <had> one job.
3: <laughs> Peter Parker, the spectacular Spider-Man number three hundred two, written by Chip Zdarsky. Uh, uh, Joe Joe Quinones is the uh, penciler. Inkler Inker is Joe Rivera. And uh, we open with uh, Peter, with the the spectacular Spider-Man uh, dressed Peter Parker in high school, talking to uh, maybe
4: Jessica Jones, some golf chick. Yeah, it's
3: it's Jessica Jones. <laughs> uh, so I think
4: it's supposed to be Jessica Jones. Yeah,
3: uh, who is then confronted by Flash. Uh, Flash is being an overall jerk. When suddenly the 1990s Spider-Man, the animated series, Peter Parker shows up.
0: As oh Parker. look at that shirt. oh
3: yeah that is the
0: straight shirt. up 90s spider-man oh that's so funny i didn't notice that
3: and if you click on the links i put in the uh, you're
0: the
1: I... only one <laughs>
0: uh, and i was not the only one thank you
3: uh our, our
1: no brother... i mean brad was the only one oh, okay. jr it noticed
3: didn't... it i didn't notice it that's funny uh, also yeah. if you click on the tv tropes uh, link that i post in the chat window you can see that i am i that i'm not lying when it comes to the teenage Spidey being the spectacular Spider Man version of Spidey. Yes,
2: because uh, we all thought you were lying.
5: Sticking out of his shirt. Uh the
3: I didn't see the tag. Uh I, I looked yeah, I for hope it, it's not. I looked for the tag.
5: Oh yeah. my god.
3: Everything else was right though. I uh, that, tag. that that was a that was a you blame cheeks on that. A-
0: Action gamer in the chat. The the nineties Spider Man we're talking about is from the nineties animated series. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So,
3: He's wearing the the character model from the 90s. The
0: exact same shirt that he was in almost all those episodes. Yeah. Yes.
3: I'll be. Good catch. So um, then we have Norman seeing the uh, Daily Bugle and and being being driven mad when suddenly we get a flashback to Spider-Man 1 with the explosion in the Daily Bugle. And he's talking about lies, slander. I'm evolving. I'm better. And lesser men like you need tear down their betters. So then, of course, he sees the mock-up that it's Peter Parker being revealed and masked as Spider-Man,
2: and he's like, "Spare the rod, spoil the child." So long,
3: Jameson.
0: Now, let me turn down my volume. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's doing fine. Go ahead, Zach. Meanwhile, we got uh, we got
3: J- Jigsaw Jonah Jameson from the '90s show. Um, Doing his investigation, his best in, uh, investigative uh, sleuthing. When he all of a sudden, the breaking news that Jay Jonah Jameson's dead. We then interlude to Nick uh, to uh, Hasselhoff Fury uh, using his his one good eye to, to scan his way into the uh, safe house, CIA safe house, where we uh, see the files from uh, Mary Parker being pregnant. Yeah, we that's,
0: co- that's a trip. Yep.
3: Again. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. We then cut to uh, the spectacular spider duo fighting the Green <laughs> Goblin. When everything just vanished and then suddenly the Sandman and Vulture. They're the worst. But then all of a sudden, it's Mysterio. <laughs> well, once they quickly dispatch Mysterio, uh Modern Day Spidey gets gets a cell phone call because apparently cell phones worked back in the 60s. And they're <laughs> uh headed headed the way and uh, all of a sudden, uh uh, the spectacular Spidey shows up and uh, notices that Aunt May is missing. Then we get the classic Lee Ditko half man, half Spider Man mask, and we again get Norman Osborn leaping towards him, saying, "Peter Parker, a name like a nursery rhyme." <laughs> <laughs> i like that a child
1: an orphan
3: i should be furious that a boy ruined my life but i
0: can't be mad
1: because all's well that ends well
0: there you go next aunt, issue aunt may tied up on the couch just like Jed. Jay- oh no, 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 no. James never, and mind. Mind. never mind never mind no, <laughs> no, okay what, what would your grade be on this issue sir
3: uh, I'm give, I'm giving it a, a, a B plus. It was a it was an entertaining issue. Norman is just bonkers, yeah, um, absolutely bonkers. I love the little artistic touches in the issue, from the use of the character model of Spectacular Spider Man and and '90s Show Spidey to. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I'm
0: digging the art too. Mm-hmm.
3: Uh, to the to that the panel where he. he, he Breaks into Jonah's office and it's literally straight up out of out of that scene in Spider Man One. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, Norman is just Norman's at his crazy batshit
0: best <laughs> in how this
5: about, Oh, how and about when sh- he's just hanging in the doorway with the two pinpricks? Oh, like I know.
0: It. Yeah, that I, I love know. that. That looked very scary. Yeah, I mean,
3: Norman is menacing in this issue mm-hmm. because zero Fs are given.
0: Yeah. Let's go around the horn. So, what was your grade again? Uh, B plus. Uh, Jr. I want to hear your grade. I gave it a B plus. Mike, uh, I give this about a B. Yeah. Ashley, I gave this one an A. There you go. I'm going to give it an A minus. All right. Uh, pros. Uh, Zach, what's the biggest pro for you?
3: Um, I, I like how you know there was a bit of a fun aspect to the to last issue. And the the consequences they're being felt in this issue. Mm-hmm. The biggest waste of space was the was the interlude between with uh with the uh, Hasselhoff Fury,
0: and um, <laughs> well, it it reveals he's got a sister.
3: Yeah, yeah, <sighs> uh, it maybe. confirms it. Yeah, it, 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 but here's the thing: they're hedging their bets so much mm-hmm. because it's a pregnancy cover.
0: It's also an alternate universe, by the way. Right. Yeah. So, so that that could be your workaround if you really mm-hmm. wanted. It. Yeah, it's just not. Hey. Yeah, Taurus typical negative crawlspace space podcast. <laughs> <laughs>
1: but,
0: um, I,
3: I think that uh, again, Jr. mentioned the the bad news about this title is is that it's inconsistent. The good news is, mm-hmm. is that there is issues when they're when they're Spider Man. Yeah, I focus. know. I know. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like you strip away all the all the uh, miscellaneous BS team up stuff. The, the Tinkerer and the Team Up, the two yeah, bad the t- tees, mm-hmm. yeah, the two bad tees. Uh, you take yeah. the two bad tees away, it actually mm-hmm. is a, a fun little jaunt,
0: mm-hmm.
3: and that's what this is. This is just a jaunt in the past, and um, uh, you know I'm kind of digging it. Yeah, I kind of am too.
5: Teenager gets beaten up in front of his aunt while she's dying.
4: yeah yeah yeah.
5: That's but, um, we're,
0: we're, <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't say that's it. a typical Friday night for a teenager. It, it escalated quickly. Okay, it escalated yeah. quickly That's funny. What's but, what's a pro out of you, Ashley? What did you like about this one?
5: Um, I think it really assuaged a lot of the little. Uh, you know, I was a little bit shaky on the previous issue, but this this issue delivered. Yeah. And, um, and repaired a lot of those concerns and kind of actually went somewhere with them. I like, like, for example, I was talking about with three Oh one, it was really silly in some moments, but we did see where they're kind of setting up. And I was really happy to see that. Yeah. Those had some darker consequences. Like, you know, Peter just, um, hilariously just exposing Norman knows who you are now and you're going to be locked away for the rest of your life. And, uh, that actually like pushes him off the deep end. So we can still have these silly moments, but with these, Realistic consequences, yeah, and right. it's taking the story in kind of a, a fun direction.
0: Jr. What uh, was your fun biggest direction? Oh, but oh, fun you know. shot. <laughs> Jr. What's your biggest
1: pro to this? This was crazy, Norman, dude. I think I think Norman was written really well. Yes, he was written well, and he was drawn well. Yeah, you know, I mean, it, it was uh, a very, very classic feel to it. Um, and, and there are actually a couple of panels that it reminded. He reminded me of like the, the late actor, Darren McGavin. And I'm thinking, yeah, you know, I, I think he could have done, you know, Norman. From well, Bewitched. 50, 40. No, 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 no. Darren McGavin. Uh, Kolshak. Oh, the, the, Night dad Stalker.
2: Col- okay. the dad from Christmas yeah. Story.
1: Yeah. okay, got it. When yeah. he was younger, and he because he McGavin had kind of that hair. Well, nobody has Norman hair, but you know the kind of the, the red receding out. hair. Um, but uh, the, yeah, I I just felt the Goblin was done really well this time. I mean, and really the story, even though the story's, I, I guess I've been willing to forgive the schizophrenia this one mm-hmm. issue And i guess i'm just afraid of what next issue is going to be now you know that's the yeah. problem we've got on
0: amazing we're we're dreading the next issue which is what i know the opposite yeah. of what we
1: used to do which was look yeah, forward to them mm-hmm. yeah because i mean with, with the previous one like you know we know how slot ends up his stories and uh, they mm-hmm. usually disappoint you know and uh and here like i said Zard- like we've been saying Zadarski is just all over the map oh yeah I mean, this yeah. whole story has been all over the map yeah so there's mm-hmm. no telling what we're <laughs> Mike, yeah. what's your what's your pro, sir?
4: Um, I think, again, I did like the way um, Norman was portrayed here. And I do like – and I think what was kind of interesting – this is, goes back to my early point. I kind of wish that this wasn't just an alternate pass in a way because I do like how the fact – the idea that, the, that we are addressing the consequences of, of, of Peter and Jonas and meddling here thinking, oh, we can fix by, – by thinking that they can fix things – it actually kind of accelerates and exacerbates things, you know, like it makes things actually worse. And it kind of like almost suddenly it just comes like this, almost like it almost kind of almost like you think to yourself, Oh, this would have, what, what, what this would have happened if like, if Norman did find out Peter Parker was Spider-Man much earlier um, in his career and everything like this. And I feel like, I do like the idea that this is that, that, that playing up that angle a little bit more like this is, you know, um and um and yeah just it's just kind of like that the, this idea that you that you are getting now a sense of uh men- menace and tension and everything even though it's still alternate past versions of the characters and everything i do you know but i think it's but yeah this was kind of a nice improvement over you know
0: uh yeah. let's hit up cons what's some cons zach what's a big con out of you
4: the
3: inconsistency between between issue to issue is a con for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Um it, it, it's
3: so it's such a roller coaster ride and not in the good way. Um <laughs> because the shift in tone, I mean, yes, it's kind of a fun jaunt, but at the same time, I'm like um I I have
0: a I have some I have some issues. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We've got some back issues too. <laughs> uh any other cons? Um <laughs> Oh, you want to go? Ashley, go um, ahead.
5: I do not care that Teresa Parker is his sister. I do not care. I have not <laughs> cared. for issue. First of all, it's just like one of the first the most major cliches you can do to have the main character have a long lost relative. I mean, that's something even in yeah. fan fiction is just at as a major cliche. But when you have that happen in fanfic, typically that character is a Mary Sue. Teresa Parker is not even a Mary Sue. There is just nothing about her. <laughs> and to try and make her more interesting, they make her a secret agent, which, hello, even more cliche. They just keep throwing layer after layer after layer, just trying to find something that will stick. But she is just toilet paper. Mm. Just, I would rather wow. be sitting here eating toilet pa- paper. I would be getting more out of it So than reading I- this character. There is nothing interesting or... Or, or engaging or anything that I want to learn about her that will make me care they, they go with this cliche right out the bat and they don't really try anything to make you care about her. I'm done. Like I, I, I
0: you know, I, I think um, Teresa Parker is Ashley's version of Carly Cooper for George. I mean, yeah. those, those, those two characters, you two despise. Mhm um, I can't even
5: say it, I despise her. There's nothing we, there. We, um, <laughs> let me play <laughs> if, I, if, I, if I if I may, yeah, yeah, if yeah, I may, may
4: play a devil's advocate here for just a brief moment. Um <laughs> Teresa Parker slash durant thing, since she's a Mark Wade creation, because she first appeared in that graphic novel thing. <clears> and <throat> so you kind of like I would say um, all the uh, na- all the um, if you want to tr- direct your ire towards uh, somebody you can direct it towards him um, and besides but everything else you actually just said is absolutely right <laughs> uh, because technically the reveal that she is uh, Peter Parker's long lost sister didn't we already if anyone read the gra- original graphic novel you kind of already got that so this idea that we're going to bring it up again it's like
0: you know it, it it should yeah. have a more impactful reveal than it did. Mm-hmm. And all of us yeah. spider fans, well, I'm not speaking for all, but at least on this panel, I think we're like, mm-hmm. "Eh. It was like a, a wet, wet popcorn fart."
3: That's exactly what it was. It was a wet popcorn fart.
0: Okay.
3: See, <laughs> okay. so you not
5: yeah. that more <laughs> interesting.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Gross. I've never even yeah. heard that term. Yuck. Uh, You're welcome, Douglas. You're welcome. No, I didn't say thank you. Uh, uh, whoa. Oh, there's <laughs> another, take another shot there, folks. Uh, there, take a, everybody take a I'm shot. Old. There was a start. That. Keep up. Okay. Whoa.
1: And there's another one.
0: Okay. <laughs> the thing, with the, the si-
1: other, yeah, ahead, the thing with the sister, I mean, I agree with Ashley in, in many ways. I, I don't so much object to the long-lost sister thing because it's, I mean, it is a soap opera trope. And Spider-Man has long been a soap opera, but the thing is, either she is or she isn't isn't, and it should have been decided like in the first six issues. That should have been a driving that should have been a driving arc by itself and then definitively answered. None yes. of this, I mean, this reminds me of like remember robot parents? were they yes. real or were they not? Mm-hmm. You know this is what that kind of reminds me of because it's like you know, because they started that without knowing whether they were real or not. And kept going back and forth, back and forth. Uh, It's, but you know, it's this should have been resolved. It's, it's no longer an. I mean, come on, it's more interesting than what she's got in her bloodstream. It's more interesting. (laughs) It's, I mean, really, it's more interesting than the tinker, the tinker chummy with aliens. You know, her her genetic code is more interesting than her bloodstream.
0: (laughs) So uh, yeah, yeah, I mean,
5: like, if Peter actually cares about her being hit. that's true. We don't have much reaction from Peter, do we? Where we are in the story, I don't think you're really sure or not. So why should we care?
0: True. Uh-huh. Why
3: don't yeah, why doesn't Teresa Parker just take a DNA test? Because that would solve everything We, we need the Bori <laughs>
0: Povich of the Marvel Universe. You okay. are the, <laughs> you, you are the brother. You are
1: the sibling of Peter Parker. You know, it's funny because Peter did that. Like, I mean, he even and I won't describe it again how he got Gwen's DNA. <laughs> oh, uh, <yeah>. Stabbing <laughs> so, her in uh, the chest. To, te- Oops, to, wow. to, to, to test, big, the, uh, to test the, make yeah. sure whether or not the twins were actually hers, yeah. but I mean, he could have, you know, he could have said, "Okay, Teresa, let's solve it," and he could have done it himself. Which you everything. know, he could have done it himself. And it'd been over.
3: Here's my thing about that whole thing, Jr. Wouldn't the wouldn't stabbing it in the ground contaminate the DNA sample? Uh, I don't even want to go there. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah
0: just... I th- it's... I, all know, right. <laughs> I, I think we're good on this. issue just is Brad. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's uh, before we wrap it up, we'll go to the YouTube and see if they have any comments before we wrap this up. Any thoughts on the last three um, issues that you would okay. like me to read,
3: Brad? If you click on the link that I posted in the chat window, and I'll tr- I tried posting it in the YouTube page and I couldn't do it. Uh, but there's a guy that actually has Norman Osborne's hair. He was- oh,
0: no, we've done this on a story before. I remember yeah. uh, he's a, a congressman. Yeah, yeah, there he is. Yep.
3: Looks just yeah, like I've seen him. OK, I didn't know if you'd ever if you remember that or not.
0: Uh, Josh Nelson asks, what does it feel like to review good comics on a podcast? This is the most uh, improved grades we've had a long time. It's not. Mm-hmm. It's nice to have passion. It's yeah. nice to actually give a shit. Excuse my mm-hmm. friend. But it really it, it, is it, nice. Yeah, it's I nice do. to talk about things we like. We don't mm-hmm. want to talk about things we hate. Do I you th- hear JR doing that voice when a book he hates? No. <laughs> no.
5: It was a great feeling when I got to the end of 302, and I'm like, what? It's over? And then I like had to like reflect on that feeling for a moment that I'm like, mm-hmm. I actually wanted there to be more. Mm-hmm.
0: Exactly. 302 made you want to read 303. So I the agree. First, not in a long time, yes. Oh. And it, here's the thing: um,
3: the I, I actually would like to, to see um, this artist stay on Twitter or Spectacular.